0: Are there any uh, chess clubs that I could join?
1: Oh, uh, I, I don't know.
0: Uh, let me check, mate. Uh <laughs> kabloof.
1: I, don't know if you're recording.
0: I am recording, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we can do this part That's fine. That's fine. podcast. Woo! I'm Claire. I'm Callum. Um, yeah, and this is Intro uh, It's been a long, long time it's been... <laughs> since we've <laughs> recorded anything. So long. Uh, yeah, crazy. Um, life has gotten the way quite mm. a lot. Um, but for anyone who doesn't know what we do, uh, this is a nonsense podcast uh, where we talk nonsense, about a specific topic. Um, Very specific nonsense.
1: Yes, I like it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah. Sometimes we know a lot about it, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're like total nerds for it. Most of the time. Most of the time. A lot of the the random stuff is just picked out of the air for fun. Uh, And while we do that, we drink a new drink every week. Sometimes that's alcoholic, sometimes it's not. Um, And then at the end of the episode, once we've discussed our crazy nonsense, we will um, rate that drink out of 10. Yeah. Um. So this week's drink is uh, Black Tears Spiced Rum, uh, which we purchased from Master of Malt because uh, they have that, like, uh, it's called Drinks by the Dram. And that's a, a thing where you can get miniatures of pretty much every kind of alcohol that they sell, which is great, you know. Uh so You good. try things. We're not sponsored by Master of Malt, but if Master of Malt wants to sponsor us, we will. Fail. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna open mine now.
1: Me too. Pour it into um, my
0: little glass and have my first sip.
1: Oh, I'm so excited! I'm so excited. I
0: know it's been so long.
1: Ooh,
0: ooh. It smells nice.
1: Mm. Ooh, ooh. Okay, I have thoughts. Excellent.
0: Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. That's On really first nice. step, we'll see how I feel. <laughs> anyway, uh, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about where we've been, what we've been doing, uh, our own personal lives. Um, yeah. Um, I have a a small a small baby, a one year old. Uh, I can't believe he's one. <laughs> I know, I know. I think he was a baby the last time we were recording. Like last year yeah he's still a baby obviously but you know
1: like a baby baby just a
0: teeny tiny little squidge That's um i know it's crazy but um yeah so most of my time these days is just dealing with the baby uh, i have an older son too uh but i recently went back to work after maternity leave uh and wow i was not prepared for how tired i've been um which is most of why the podcast hasn't been happening. But we're here now, uh, and that's what matters. Great. What about you, Callum? Um,
1: well, lots of things have happened. I have moved. I am now in Inverus HQ studio. Um, that's that's a lie. <laughs> I'm just I'm, uh, I've built myself a wee, nice little home studio. Um, I still need to do some acoustic treatment. So if it is like a little bit echoey, that's why I've not done it. It's not finished but yes, yeah, so well, m- most of my life I'm has just I'm recording
0: been from my living room, so however <laughs> <laughs> your audio sounds Calum is better than mine. 100% better than mine.
1: I'm sure someone in the world will disagree. Um, feel free yeah, to yeah. leave us a little message and tell us how good or bad the audio quality really is.
0: Yeah, because that actually might be helpful.
1: <laughs> um, and um, yeah, with things kind of opening up, I've just started working full swing again, which has been Both really nice and also just exhausting.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't Um, think my
1: body was prepared for going from sitting around a lot to doing physical exertion all day, every day. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because for the end of term, because the schools can't go to their, um, like, away for their P7 trips and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They were all desperate to get in for the end of term, so that like last three weeks before the summer holidays hit has been, whew, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely crazy.
1: destroying. Um, but yeah, uh, we're here now. I'm ready to podcast.
0: Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. No, um. Yeah, for for people that don't know, Callum works in like an outdoor centre. So he like teaches kids how to do cool stuff like kayak. It's a way cooler job than mine. I've been uh, wrestling with the whole working from home thing. Oh, of uh, course. Which has been weird because like I feel as though all my colleagues and everyone I know who also works from home, uh they've had like a whole year to really get their head around it um and get used to it. Whereas I'm going through probably a lot of the same things that people went through at the start of the pandemic in terms of working from home. Um, I'm fortunate because the schools are open and the childcare is open so I don't need to work from home while I have kids in the house. Uh, (laughs) Because if... uh, How hard it is to concentrate in my house is. uh, Like, if that's anything to go by. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there is no way I would have coped with, like, a baby and and an eight-year-old. Now nine-year-old in the house
1: yeah it must be so hard for a lot of people um yeah i'm
0: really really lucky
1: having kids and doing the whole working from home thing
0: yeah um i mean as i said it's not so bad now because the schools are open so anyone with kids is really kind of in the same situation except that they're not in an office um but obviously at the start of all of this there was like the homeschooling stuff and i found that hard enough like without <laughs> working as well. I know people that have to you know, they had to juggle like doing schoolwork with their kids with doing their job. Um and that's crazy to me. Like big, big shout out to those people, because, God <laughs> I'm struggling and like I don't have to deal with all of that.
1: Yeah. I know I don't I don't think I would like I mean I I couldn't manage having a child at all right now. But um No I don't know how people could do the whole homeschooling thing. Like, how do you keep your child engaged with work that they probably don't want to be doing?
0: I'm super lucky because my eldest is this, like, kid who just wants to learn all the time, constantly. Um, Which kind of made him a bit of a joy to have. Um, You'd be like, oh, today we're talking about this. And then, like, we'd... And again, it's great because I had, like, the time to do that. Hmm. I had the time to sit down with him and go, well, let's look at an encyclopedia and find out all we can about this topic, you know? Because he had to do a report on, like, Romans and stuff and we were doing, like, real research on it. Um,
1: oh, that's so we, you cool.
0: Know, I had the time to sit down. Obviously, once the baby came along, it was a bit harder, but even then, you know, uh, it wasn't like I was working, so it wasn't like me having to interrupt my work or telling him to just go on with it by himself. So it was actually a really lovely time in terms of Getting to know my kid a bit. Obviously, I know my kid, right? But yeah, like it's just fun to spend time that way. Um, and when you're working, it's really hard to do that every single day. Um, but yeah, life's really just settling down, and thanks for getting back to normal, as you said. Yeah, I've good. been vaccinated. Oh, I've had excellent! One jab. I've I think had, you've had two.
1: I've had my two. Yep. Um, Lucky. I know. I was doing farm work. Uh with some um people with additional support oh, this needs. Oh, that's so cool. Um over like while my while I was like furloughed for um my work at the the outdoor center, um I, I did uh, there's a working farm that is run by um people with additional support needs. Um and basically my job was to to go in and basically just hang out with them and you know make sure nothing terrible happens. Um so I got um kind of bumped up to the top of the list for for my vaccines. <laughs> Um, because working with people with Down syndrome and various other things... um,
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know,
1: they're very high risk. Um, And also, working on a farm was just great. (laughs) It's really good.
0: I am so jealous. So, so jealous. Like, your job's way more interesting than mine. Like, even even without the farm work. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's
1: really funny. I don't know how I find them, because they just seem to keep coming to me.
0: (laughs) It's the kind of person you are. You're just like... I, don't I just know. don't You're... say
1: no to anything. I think is the problem. You
0: don't, you don't say no, and like you exude adventure, like in a way that I don't. I think I look like a couch potato. <laughs> <laughs> I am a couch potato. Like I play video games all the time. <laughs> oh, that's another thing that happened. Like since the last time we podcast, well, maybe not since, but like I got into it a lot more since. I I got really into Final Fantasy fourteen, which is an MMORPG.
1: It's an addiction, uh, Claire. It's an it's addiction. Not
0: really. <laughs> I don't play it every night, but like it, that's been good too because that's just been like a way of kind of getting away from things. Yeah. I got obsessed with it for a short period of time. I'm not obsessed now. I like I'm not on it every single day, as I said. Uh, but I do enjoy popping on and leveling up my classes. And it's good doing like, a two.
1: Whatever the equivalent of visual like background noises. It's very good to yeah. just sit and, like, do that. And it's, it's good to, like, hang out with that because I know, like, your, your brothers uh, play it and... Um, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It's a good ch- way to catch up with people. Um, oh, for sure. I haven't played it in um, ages. Um, admittedly. <laughs> I haven't yeah, played anything you in read. ages. <laughs> <admittedly>. <laughs> you <don't,
0: laughs> you've been really pussy. And the other thing is, like, I feel like you're not... You, when you play it, you don't really take it as seriously as a lot of people do. No, I don't mean that in a negative way. Um, Am I like not I serious it's enough? It's far more of a casual thing for you. Oh, if definitely. That makes sense. Definitely. Like, and that's cool. You know, it's probably healthier than a lot of people <laughs> who play MMOs out there. Like, wow. Um, but no, I've been I've been doing that. Uh, I haven't played any D and I've
1: like, barely. I've continued with them Monday game, but that's been very yeah, yeah, hit yeah. and miss with the uh, scheduling and stuff. But. Mm-hmm. Um. Other than that, I've not really thought about anything. It's just gotten so busy.
0: Yeah. Same. Like, as I said, it's just really difficult to find time where... Because right now, like, if I'm playing in D&D, I kind of want, like, my partner to be involved too. Um, because, you know, he's not really had the opportunity to be in a lot of games. So I mm. was running, last year, I was running a Dragon Age campaign. Uh... And I got to the point of there being, like, the last two sessions. And then Christmas hit. And I was like, okay, we'll do the last two sessions after Christmas. And then super lockdown happened. The schools were off. <laughs> like, and I just didn't have the time. Because the way we were doing it was we'd run on a Sunday afternoon. And my kids would go up to their grandparents. But obviously with lockdown being really strict, it kind of meant that we couldn't send the kids up to their grandparents just mm-hmm. so that we could play some D and D. It wasn't D and D, but you know. Yeah. Um. So and like even since then, you know, lockdowns eased a bit, things are getting better. But now I'm back at work, so I'm juggling work, and I feel like I can't expect too much childcare from family members because they're already helping out during the week. You know, so I feel like it's a bit. I mean, once in a while, sure. it's a bit like mean (laughs) to go can you watch my kids all week and then watch my kids at the weekend so that I can have fun. You're not allowed fun, only me. How dare
1: you have fun Uh, I'm having fun excuse me
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah Uh, I'll get there though, you know kids grow and like we'll get to a point where you know, the baby's not getting up during the night and we feel a bit more secure running at night time. Because mm. that's the like, thing, like I don't want to interrupt the game to deal with the baby. Because if the baby wakes up and say the baby's not well, you know, you're like, oh well, sorry guys, the session's cancelled halfway through like a big lore reveal or whatever. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit much. Yeah. So like I would love to play the game. I actually um come up with a character for a and d or fantasy tabletop role-playing game, uh, who's a bard, and I have this entire backstory in my head for them, I've just not had the chance to play him yet, Oh, but he exists, uh, and he will be in my next game.
1: Fantastic.
0: Yeah, so mm. I'm looking forward to that.
1: Maybe I'll run a game.
0: Oh yeah, run a game, Caleb. so I That's can play the bard.
1: And then you can play your bard. <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll
1: be only bards. And you're, oh, you're a touring only band. Only
0: bards. I mean, I don't think this bard is uh, that kind of bard. I think the problem with a campaign like that <laughs> is that all the bards are like, I am the main character. Because, you know, yeah. charisma.
1: <laughs> That's like every superstar rock band ever.
0: Yeah. Sorted. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> it's an RP where the band breaks up, mm-hmm. you know? And then like it just turns into everybody... six
1: solo campaigns.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and when everybody inevitably falls out and goes their separate ways like in about 15 years we'll get back together and do the reunion tour campaign. Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
1: Oh, brilliant. It was just a cash grab in the end.
0: Um so it occurs to me. Oh, yeah. That yeah, yeah. It occurs to me that we I haven't actually told anyone what we're talking about. I was just going to ask
1: you. Yeah, what are we talking about this evening?
0: Well, this evening the topic of conversation is ye old table games.
1: Yeah, that's the name
0: of the topic. that's actually written down here. Uh, We're talking about like chess, my young, um, like shogi, I guess, snakes and ladders.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just all the all the classic. Old time favorites here, yeah. now today.
0: Um, I think we chose this topic because Callum started playing a lot of chess. recently. I did
1: start playing a lot of chess. That's a true. A lot
0: of chess. So much chess.
1: Um, too much uh, chess. To the point.
0: <laughs> yeah, to the point where you were doing like a chess simultaneous recently.
1: Yes, it went horribly. <laughs>
0: <work>. <laughs> How many of us were there? There was there like, was what? six, I think, altogether. Six. You were playing six people. I was playing
1: six people. Um, I, yeah, yeah. What I didn't anticipate while doing that was um that I didn't realize there was a button that you could press and it would automatically switch games every time you made a move. So I ended up, <laughs> I'd make a move, I'd then go back in the browser to the overview page, click on whatever game had the lowest amount of time. <laughs> And uh, oh. tried to like work out where I was. And yeah, so next time, if I do it, obviously I have to hit that button. And the other thing is, I just gave everyone 10 minutes. Or, or 15 minutes. I think I gave everyone 15 minutes, including myself. I didn't give myself any extra time, which um, made it so much harder to like time manage games and stuff. To the point where there would be games where I didn't make a move for like 10 minutes and have five minutes to scramble and then just lose on time. I lost most of my games yeah. on time.
0: The only game that he won.
1: Oh, I did. I won one game. I forgot.
0: Oh, do you, do you know who that game was against? I now? do
1: know who that game was against. I happen <laughs> to
0: be talking to it them. It was me. Because <laughs> the thing is, we're talking about this and I'm saying, oh, Callum, you know, he's been playing so much chess. I am not good at chess i don't play chess very often i've tried to pick it up i've tried to learn recently but yeah like so the other thing is my eldest son he's nine he was playing at this game and this chess simultaneous and even he beat callum yeah and i did not it's true i gave callum that easy win like (laughs) that's what i was there for I, I tried my best. It.
1: I was like, I didn't even notice that I won. I just made a move that I was like, oh, this looks like an obvious move. I'll do this, and then it just happened that I. Won. Yeah.
0: I didn't even. I suck like, at chess. My
1: brain just wasn't like. I find I did find it really difficult to like quickly read the board and make a move, and um, because I felt like I was faffing and fumbling over myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But it was really, really fun. It was well, super fun.
0: fun. And I lost.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like, everybody, like, even you, like, you might not say, but everybody actually played well as well. Um, I stuck with... My strategy, I stuck with two openings. um, Or, like, two openings, but slight variations in all the openings for all the games. Um, If I was white, I was playing the London system because it's nice and easy. Uh, and for black, I was playing a sort of... Um, hybrid between King's Indian Defense and um the other defense that I've forgotten the name of. All of a sudden,
0: well, if it helps, <laughs> Caleb, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. That's okay. Like, but for
1: for chess nerds the out squiggly
0: there, Squiggly Giggly Defense.
1: <laughs> I call this I the Squog. <laughs> Pawn
0: and to this... H7 <laughs> <laughs> This is adapted, squawk This is what you play against the kings <laughs> I nearly said the kings <laughs> 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 like, Oh,
1: I can just hear it thing, but... The chess commentator is like <laughs> <laughs> and yes, uh, he's uh, opening up with, uh, oh yes, that is a uh, uh, Queen's Gambit, yes, excellent. And then, oh, oh, uh, surprising King's Willy just uh, coming out <laughs> of there, oh, very interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic, fantastic. Uh, oh, epi- season one, episode two, pure gold. Um, <laughs> no, so, like in terms of chess as i said i'm someone who i've never really seen the appeal of chess um i think it sounds like it's cool you know the cool smart nerds playing chess like because you know i've always been in that crowd of people um you know in school and stuff who maybe aren't the coolest uh just in in terms of you know generic coolness skill. i don't know that's not a thing but uh I know what you like, mean I can ki- kind of get it you know I kind of understand like chess is cool and it means that you're thinking and you're using your brain but like what is it that got you started playing chess recently like what, what is it that drew you to it and why you keep playing it
1: there's a couple of factors um the first thing was I just randomly started playing chess on my phone like just like saw chess app and I was like I'll just play a little bit of chess why not I was never very good at chess and then um my sister made me watch the netflix series the queen's gambit yeah
0: and i've never seen that but i've heard it's good like, it I've heard is amazing things about
1: phenomenal. it phenomenal it's such a good series and like i think like a lot of people especially now there seems to be a little bit of a chess boom going on, loads of people getting into chess. And I think the Queen's Gambit series has a lot to do with it. um, Because, like, I went back, like, I watched I watched it, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and then I went back and re-watched it after, you know, playing a bit more chess and, like, learning uh, a few, like, standard openings and stuff. And then I found out that the actual games that are played on the show are real games that actually happened and all the moves make sense and everything and like the final game in the, the at, at the end um is based on an actual game with a slight variation in it because the actual game ended in, in a stalemate whereas the uh, the tv series um you know the person wins um but it was uh, spoilers to the queen's gambit by the way person wins at chess um spoilers. <laughs> Yeah no, so but, um... I think that was that was actually like a big um part yeah. of of that. And then obviously once you like go down a little bit of a rabbit hole you start seeing things just pop up on your YouTube and you see all these people oh like all these people streaming chess. So there's a international master um Eric Rosen, he he does like really stupid um like traps and stuff that are quite funny and really um really volatile and unpredictable and really hard to play like really tricky um, moves but if someone falls into it it can be really funny and rewarding um and yeah no i've just got i got more into the chess like people's like personalities um in like yeah
0: yeah
1: in um professional and i guess uh more and so youtube and twitch streaming chessers chessers yeah
0: yeah chess players chessers. <laughs> Chester, yeah, Chessers, that's now the official chain- <laughs> name. Like, I'm just coming in here and, like, embarrassing myself in front of a chess community, maybe, mm. if they're watching. I don't think they are. But <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, the Chessers and their King's Willy. Um, <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> that's the next album title. Chessers and the King's Willy.
0: Uh, Chessers and the King's Willy. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs>
1: just describe um, it. This is the episode title.
0: Like, I bet you if we re-listened to the entirety of season one, we would come up with so many dumb album names. That's um, true. And... Set for life. Set for life. Um, but no, in terms of chess, like, as I said, I don't know anything about it, but my, my kid does, uh, and he has this really cool chess set. It's uh, the Super Mario chess set.
1: Oh, amazing. And
0: it kind of bothers me because Princess Peach is one of the queens. I'm like, she's a princess. She's not a queen. <laughs> Make her a castle or something.
1: That would make sense. Like, she could be in the castle.
0: Exactly. Princess in a tower. It works. It works. Oh, Um, honestly. I know. Nintendo, think about your chess set. (sighs) Rework that. Uh,
1: I'm disappointed. No,
0: um, I've, like, as I said, I just never, ever got into chess. I, like, I've tried. I've went on, uh, like, Lee Chess and done the little tutorial things. There's a point I can't progress past because any time I've tried to do it, the kids are around, so it's like I'm just clicking away on my computer at this chess thing, and then like the baby starts crying or whatever. So I haven't progressed that far. Um, but maybe I will. Maybe I'll keep trying. Maybe I'll watch the Queen's Gambit and it'll just get me addicted. Do you know you what? Know? You
1: probably should watch the Queen's Gambit anyway. Um, even if you have no interest in chess, like just as a series. Um.
0: It's yeah, My really mum watched it. My mum said it was good. Um,
1: I might really watch it, actually. It's a...
0: I did watch, in terms of chess, I did watch a... Um, it was a YouTube video, and I can't remember who it was by. <laughs> I might actually try and look that up quickly. But, um, no, I watched it. It was a, a YouTube video about the chess grandmaster who played against like the IBM chess computer. Oh right, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and I think the first time he—I can't remember whether he won or lost the first time, but it was like a really like interesting story, um, about how like IBM kind of swung it in their favor because they wouldn't give the chess grandmaster like the data logs of the the games that the computer played. Yeah. Um, but he. Obviously, he was a chess grandmaster, so the records of all of his games were available. Uh So they could like program the computer to combat the way that he played specifically. Um, Yeah, I can find um, this.
1: That's how you find like um. uh, I've I play our uncle Uncle Harold um at chess um, and the way I study to play against him because he's quite he's actually quite good at chess and he's very good um at improvising um coming up with weird wacky things that'll just throw me um but i'll sit and like you can just go through everyone's past games especially if they're playing online uh, with like lee chess or chess.com or something like that and you can sit and just play through their games and see what things that like they trip up on um things that they they miss like constantly and then throw it in there and um, kind of make them relive those
0: moments. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work
1: because sometimes they learn from their mistakes and uh, you get absolutely squashed, um, which I have been squashed many a times by. I
0: think that's the key to why people like to watch grandmasters play each other. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they, both of those grandmasters who are playing against each other, they will have studied deeply the way that the other plays. Yes. So you know, it it's a good opportunity to maybe see Grandmasters pulling off crazy stuff that they would never try otherwise, you know? Uh but if you if you do want to watch that video that I was talking about, it's called Deep Blue, because that was the name of the chess computer. And it's about Deep Blue versus Kasparov. Uh, But it's by Down the Rabbit Hole, which is a YouTube channel I frequent quite a lot because some of the stuff there is, like, very interesting. Uh, Some of it's really weird. Uh, That channel does cover a lot of, like, weird stuff. But, yeah. um, But, yeah, Deep Blue. Uh, And I do recommend that you go watch that if you're at all interested because the entire thing, if you've not heard of it, is just, like, bonkers. So good. Um... But yeah, um, other than chess, like what other traditional board games have you played?
1: I mean, uh, I have I have played Stuart at (laughs) Go a couple times. Mm.
0: Uh, Yeah, my my partner Stuart is very into Go. The problem is he doesn't have an awful lot of people who will play it with him. Yeah, uh, because he's competent. Like I doubt he would say that he was amazing at it or whatever. But like. I've played him at Go, and I vaguely understand the concepts of Go. I can play it. I do kind of get what I'm trying to do. Uh, I think the problem with Go is that it's really abstract because it's just little circles and dots on a board. Mm-hmm. Like, I you can either be the black dots or the white dots. Uh, but with chess, you know, you've got the pieces, you know, like, oh, that's a queen and that's a... You know, you've got names and, you know, shapes and stuff to yeah. associate those pieces with, whereas these are just characterless pieces and it's all about getting territory and stuff
1: i find um, it really hard to see like the patterns in go um, and yeah. comparative to chess where it's actually I've, I've maybe not really easy like there's a lot of patterns i just don't have down but i can see very like quickly like patterns that i'm used to and things because the pieces they are so simple in their like each thing has a distinct thing yeah. that it does and it's very simple and it's easy to see what it can do and what it's threatening and whatever. With Go, it's like you put a piece down, uh, and then they'll put a piece down and you go I'm I'm kind of unsure what that does in relation yeah, yeah. to my piece. <laughs> uh
0: uh-huh. um I get that. Uh but you know, Stuart's really, really good at it. And I think if I played it like every night for the next year, I would become much better, mm. and I would understand exactly what I'm doing. But I find it really difficult to kind of zoom out and see the bigger picture when I'm playing Go. Uh, because I'll get like really wrapped up in one part of the board, and then I'll be like, yes, that that territory is totally secure, he can't get in there, he can't take points from me, but he'll have dominated the rest of the board while I'm thinking about that, you know? Um, yeah. So for me, it's like I need to really just take learn to take a step back when I'm playing Go, and look at the bigger picture uh but go is really cool i've read a manga about go called uh hikaru no go uh oh, which, which i is... keep meaning
1: to read i still haven't haven't looked at I, it yet i think
0: we have it in the house like you can take it if you want okay <laughs> we're not gonna read it again it's like a, it's a shonen. It's about um hikaru this boy who gets possessed by the spirit of an ancient go master okay uh, and he takes up go and the spirit wins the games for him because nobody knows that the spirit's talking to him and going, oh, I'll do this move or do that move. Uh, but eventually it's like about his journey where he's got the, the goal spirit who's telling him what to do. But he slowly but surely learns and becomes this goal master like on his own. And it's, it's like with a lot of shonen where you would think that's like a really, really boring subject they managed to make it cool and like you know like Yu-Gi-Oh! what's a card game like whatever man it's like okay let's watch an anime about people playing like magic the gathering you know but uh yeah they managed to make it really exciting and cool and interesting uh, and i think you can actually learn a little bit of goal from it
1: okay so that's yeah, yeah. cool that's nice um, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: the thing i do like about goal um I think Stuart mentioned this a few times, is that it, it, they say, you know, how you play Goal reveals what your personality is. And honestly, it's not that far from the truth. Um, I play very randomly and <laughs> sporadically. <laughs> Sounds like you. Um, Sounds like you. And, like, I, I'm, like, a little bit conservative, but... Willing to push like boundaries or whatever, so it's very interesting. Like, you could, you can kind of,
0: yeah, I don't know I wonder it, what that says about me. I'm just like, I will have my corner. This is my corner, it. you will
1: not touch my things. <laughs> um, and also, I don't feel bad about losing at Goat,
0: no, you neither know? do I. I don't um, really feel bad about losing anything, though. I'm quite, eh, you know,
1: the more using... I play chess, the more annoyed I get when I lose. <laughs>
0: but that's because you're slowly but surely getting better and then like you're far more capable of looking at a silly mistake that you've made and going that was really stupid i should have known that that was really stupid." you know
1: yeah um, um it's the tunnel vision I issue think that's, as well yeah you kind of get focused yeah. on one idea and then go oh i didn't see that whoops
0: uh huh um but yeah i haven't ever played shogi shogi is something i'm I've really not played in. shogi at all Uh, it looks far more complicated than chess (laughs) it's like it has pieces like set pieces and the pieces are those pieces but they can change you can change them Uh, but it's again I think I don't know like if somebody out there listening to this plays Shogi uh, I'm very sorry if this is wrong I don't entirely know but I think it's like a bit with like if you're creating say a Magic the Gathering deck you pick the cards that go in I think in Shogi that you can pick the pieces that you have. Like, so you're building an army. Uh Uh-huh. And you're sending the army out, and they can get, like, field promotions and stuff. It's very, very complicated from what I understand. But uh, it does look really cool. Uh, And it reminds me of... And this this is me showing my, like, weeb trash side. But, um... It reminds me a lot of Naruto, because obviously there are characters in Naruto that play Shogi. It's like Mm. a huge part of the plot at one point. Um, And yeah, that just kind of endeared it to me. I was like, oh, this is like, this seems like a really kind of old man's game in Japan, but I want to try it and understand it. Uh, Yeah, Shogi shogi seems really, really cool to me. Um, But so does Mahjong. Mahjong is like yeah, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Mahjong, mahjong, is like, mahjong We played it. I'm not,
1: we did play it. Um, I played it with. Uh, did we play it with Shorus? I can't remember.
0: We did play it with Shorris. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and I don't know. My my issue with mahjong is that there are so many different versions. <laughs>
0: yeah. And yeah. I don't know which I version's got... the best. I think the thing that got me was I started to understand what was happening. And then all of a sudden something else happened, and I didn't know what. Yeah. No. <laughs> I you, was like, "Oh, you get
1: to a point where you're comfortable. You're like, okay, I've I've got my rough idea. I know what I'm going for. And then something will happen that stops you like, from doing that, and you don't know why.
0: You're like, what? What was that? Like, what, what just happened? And what? <laughs> you know, um. But again, like that's something I can practice really easily because you can play Mahjong in Final Fantasy XIV. Yes,
1: yes, you can. <laughs> so
0: yeah, maybe maybe I'll I'll use the MMO to learn the the traditional board game. Mahjong. They should have every uh, I have board a Mahjong game set. Or oh, do you? I own a Mahjong set. Yeah, I say I own it. Stuart's. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah. n- neither of us have used it. Um, it just exists in our house, and it's really pretty. So it's a shame. Like I feel like. I really should get my finger out and just learn because it's a waste of a decent mahjong set. Honestly, uh, yeah. Have you heard of? Okay,
1: the Royal Game of Ur.
0: No, it's the. Uh, I don't know if
1: I'm saying that right. It's U R, the Royal Game of Ur. It's like Royal a re- game it's, of, uh! Royal Game of Royal Game of Ur! It's uh! um. It's a really old <laughs> board game. Okay. I'm not a hundred percent sure how this. it works. Um well, you but... can play it online. Yeah. I think. Um, but like it was Ooh. like it's super old, super old, um, but it was also used for fortune telling.
0: That's so weird. Um, it's a two-player I... strategy race board game. Yes. Yeah, that was so... first played in ancient Mesopotamia. That's yeah. incredible.
1: <laughs> i like it was literally like a few days ago, I was like, ah. Oh, you know what, I'll look up some really old board games um, just so I can get like some, like in case I need to pull a fact and I say something stupid and I can look at it. And then this popped up and then I kind of just sort of went down this little rabbit hole of, of staring at it for a while. It looks really interesting. I'm not 100% sure how to play it.
0: We should try. But we should, we try. should definitely
1: try it because it looks really cool and I kind of want to get one, like a, a board of it. Um yeah, for anyone listening, it, it you should just go here, look it up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Definitely. It looks insane. It looks so cool. Uh, it says here that it's like a it's probably a direct ancestor of like backgammon and stuff. Uh so that's interesting.
1: Um but yeah, I thought it was but, worth yeah, mentioning.
0: We should we should uh try that and then in a future episode we should discuss it, like how we got on with that. Definitely. Because that's um, the follow up really episode because
1: it is it was just I thought it was like, this is a really interesting piece of history I just don't know about. An interesting piece of history that I do know about um, to do with Yoli board games is, again, it's going back to chess, I'm afraid, but it's the Lewis Chess Men.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's like a really obvious thing for us to talk about today. I don't know why I didn't think of that.
1: Um, and oh, oh, these are um, really famous chess pieces that were found on the Isle of Lewis. And they are beautiful. Absolutely oh, they're stunning. stunning. They're like... Um we've got a Wii replica um in the in the living room there and it's um and even that's just gorgeous. And it it's just that the it was like, you know, they were hand carved and they're just so um they're very Nordic. They're so
0: detailed, um... yeah. They're so detailed and beautiful. Um for being like little hand carved guys, you know? Yeah. I want a full set. If I ever learn to play chess to a decent level, maybe I'll save up and buy myself a full set. This is the same thing I've said about my P bass though. I'm like, oh, if I if I learn to play bass to a decent degree, I will save up and buy myself a P bass. I haven't done that yet.
1: Look, right, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll 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 speak to someone and we'll get you a P bass. I, I need a bucket
0: list. I need a bucket list. And then you need to prioritize
1: like, learn... it and see what you want first. Um but P base, yeah. P
0: base. <laughs> um,
1: so the Lewis Chessmen were found... Um, people argue where they were found. Um, they were found they in... They probably like,
0: want the glory. They the do, but they say it was it's like um, they were found, found in... in Point. No, <laughs> they were, no, they were found, found in Barvis Beach! <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but
0: yeah, they seem Sorry. to have been found
1: in Uig, um, which would kind of make sense, because that's a very yeah. Nordic uh, area. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they... Basically, they found the whole set, which I think is just really cool. Because, you know, normally you you find these things and you go, oh, look, a chess piece. Yeah. You find all these things. You find, um, like,
0: half a triceratops. You don't find the whole triceratops.
1: Yeah. Um, I think they were they were found in, like, the 1800s. Um, like, 1830-something. Mm. Do you know what? I should probably actually look that up. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. You can Google it. Google's allowed. It's not a game um, show.
1: Okay. So this says... 1831. Okay, so I was pretty close.
0: That's nuts. Yeah, um, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. But, um, I, like, we don't... Obviously, we don't know exactly where they originate. Um, But they're currently in the National Museum of Scotland, which is in Edinburgh.
0: Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Ed- Edinburgh. Oh, okay. Yeah, so,
1: 82 pieces... Are owned and exhibited in London, um, and the uh, another eleven are in Edinburgh. Right. So they That's find a quite a lot of them. Um. But uh, yeah, I don't think we've got any up here, <laughs> which is very interesting.
0: Um, yeah, especially since you have an actual museum in stored They should have at least one piece there. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You I can mean... buy, as I said, you can't. You can buy a replica, like a full replica set of the the. Louis chessman um and they're really cool. But... It's very expensive, very, yeah. very expensive, but but they are very cool mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know why I didn't think of that. That's was like a really obvious thing for us to a, <laughs> a lot of the um branding up at the Louis Castle is a uh, chessman, oh yes, obviously and I mean um, obviously
1: the the woodland center in the castle grounds has like two giant like wood carved oh, Lewis Chessmen so cool. like at the at the gate uh, I can't remember who did them but they are phenomenal they're just
0: they are works of art they're just giant Lewis
1: Chessmen really Lewis um oh yeah they're just so cool it's such a cool
0: the thing is though like the islands have a lot of history um but it's crazy that there's something that old like chess has been played for that long and there's something kind of incredible about playing the same game that people played thousands of years ago, you know, and being connected in that way to people who, you know, <laughs> they've been gone a long, long time. Um, It it feels like you're a part of history a little bit, you know, and that's, yeah. that's, that's amazing.
1: And it's one of these things, I mean, other than, you know... There have been, you know, rules added as we we go on, and things became oh, yeah, like for sure professional and stuff like that. But at at their core, most of these games are unchanged in the way that they were played yeah. for you know thousands and thousands of years.
0: I suppose like a a different like uh, traditional yieldy board game that people play even when they're little kids is drafts. Because as much yeah. as I don't think drafts is like. I'm actually gonna look up drafts just to see.
1: Checkers, if you're American. Um,
0: yeah, checkers. Checkers, uh, drafts. But uh, yeah, like I played drafts when I was a little kid. Uh, I've
1: never played drafts.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's similar games have been played for millennia. You know, that's that's nuts to me. Um, and it does
1: it does show that like. You know, like we, we obviously go through phases of like games that are popular just now, like things that people yeah, play at yeah. tabletop video games and that stuff, we video played, games, whatever um, whatever. Um but the fact that these these games just haven't disappeared. Like, okay, maybe they're slightly more niche than like I'm I'm fairly certain, you know, the, the chess Twitch community is a lot um smaller than the the um Fortnite. Twitch community. I don't know if Fortnite's relevant now at all. I've no idea. But...
0: I think little kids play Fortnite.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, I work with kids. That's what all they talk about. Um, Yep. But yeah. um, But... These games have been around since, like... I guess, games.
0: (laughs) Human beings have been playing games forever. I wonder, like, when little kids were, you know... Centuries and centuries ago, if little kids, their parents would come out and be like, "You stop playing that chess. It's time for your dinner."
1: You know, that chess is rotten <laughs> his brain. I'm telling you, it's I'll the chuck chess. I'll throw
0: that chessboard out the window if he keeps that up. You know,
1: that's going uh, in the fire. That
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I wonder if it was like that. That would have been great. Um, but no, I I think it's great. I think that my favourite thing about drafts was um, I went on like a weekend away with my family like my my mom and all my brothers to sterling mm-hmm. and we're in this big big house because there's a lot of us you know um and my son look he was um <laughs> he was playing drafts with my brother john and i walked into the room i'd been like out of the room doing something else and i walked into the room and my brother had this really incredulous expression on his face. And you know how in drafts, I don't know if this is the same with all rule sets. Like I don't know if everybody plays drafts the same way or checkers or whatever. Um, but if you get to the end of the board, you can add another draft onto the top of your draft. hmm You know? Um, but my son had decided that he didn't just want one extra piece. <laughs> he was going to put... Like fifteen extra pieces <laughs> on top of this piece, uh, and he called it the ostrich king. <laughs> um, I would like, play
1: this game.
0: He was like basically telling my brother that he could not make any moves in the game anymore, and he had won because <laughs> I have he the is the ostrich king. king. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he is
1: the ostrich king. Okay, yeah, that's you even can't better. beat the
0: ostrich king. Uh, but I remember that just making me laugh so hard. But I think, I, as I said before, like. It's amazing that people have been playing these games for so long, but they're still fun, and people still love them. Uh, And, you know, there's people adding creative addendums to the rules, like the Ostrich King. Exactly. to this day. (laughs)
1: And before you know it, in, like, 20 years' time, the Ostrich King will be, like, the most powerful piece in uh, drafts going forward. Tournament draft. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I was just reading a thing here, and it's uh, the, the playing time of drafts. Um, Casual games usually last 3 to 10 minutes. Tournament games last anywhere from 60 to 3 hours. Oh god. I'm like, how can you play 3 hours of drafts?
0: By thinking really hard about the piece placement. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like... I'll play you a drafts next time you're here.
1: Oh, good idea. I've never played drafts so I've no idea. I don't even know how to play drafts. That's how little
0: everyone plays drafts, No, I learned to play chess
1: when I was a kid and that was it. I didn't learn to play drafts. That's
0: upsetting. That is upsetting. Drafts is easy. It's fun though. It's a lot of fun. Uh, You can play Luke. He can beat you with the Ostrich
1: King. He can beat me with the Ostrich King. (laughs) All hail the Ostrich King! (laughs) Um,
0: And on that note, what would you rate this drink
1: out of 10? I would give this an 8. I really like it.
0: Okay, I I, I love
1: it. I don't know... I've, like,
0: drank the whole thing, it's gone.
1: (laughs) I've left a little sip here so I could, like, give my tasting notes. Okay,
0: okay. Mm.
1: So, I think there's, like, a... There must be some sort of, like, actual, like, chilli stuff in here. Because it is a little bit spicy. I mean, it's spiced rum. Yeah, there's a spice to it. But, um, you know, like, a lot of spiced rum is just, like, oh, here's some random hot stuff.
0: But, it's but I think really, there's like a like um, an actual
1: nice flavored chili thing in that I don't I don't know I might just look it up you know that
0: It's yeah me too uh it's um smooth like it's really it, smooth. It is a spiced rum but it's so smooth it's so easy to drink Like we didn't add any well I don't know about you but I didn't add any mixer to I that just I just drank it. drank it Um and I was a bit you know worried about that because sometimes you buy rum and it's not that good But mm. uh yeah this was fantastic
1: um, like a... I would actually
0: buy a bottle of that. I would.
1: I might, actually. Um, oh, it says um, it's recommended to use um, within an Old Fashioned.
0: Ooh, I might be doing that.
1: Um, I oh, think so I will be doing it... that. The last Old Fashioned I had was so... it You just tasted so strong and mm. like... Ugh, that, uh, it felt like my whole face was on fire. Um <laughs>
0: I but if this
1: was in it, I'd be pretty sure that'd be great, because yeah. it's so nice. So, the nice.
0: description on Master of Malt, where we bought this from, uh, Black Tear Spiced Rum. Um, Black Tear Spiced Rum marries Cuban rum and Cuban spices hmm. with coffee. Pikal, oh. um, something called Aji doce, which is a sweet chilli pepper. Oh, there there you go, go, Callum. Uh... Full of toasty roasted flavors. It's not overly sweet, so it works very well in a rum old-fashioned. Just don't skip on the orange peel. No, it was, it was beautiful. It was, it was great. Uh, um, um, and... It had a kind of caramelly flavor to it, I think. But it was also spicy. Yeah. I, I think it was just styles. really well
1: balanced. Like, there wasn't, like, an overpowering aspect of it. Um, I know that sounds really like, oh, wine pre- stupid pretentious nonsense, but no, really, yeah, it yeah. was super, like, that was just a nice, flat canvas of deliciousness.
0: I think that it's a great rum in the sense that I, I have the impression that it would be really nice in a cocktail. As you're saying, like it's saying here, it's very nice and old-fashioned. But um, it's also lovely just to sip by itself, mm. like... Yeah, 100%. Like, definitely, that's an 8 out of 10 drink. 8 out of 10 drink. 100% loved definitely. it. Definitely. Uh, would buy again.
1: Uh, um, I will buy again.
0: <laughs> He's <laughs> on that website right now. I'm
1: just like, buy now.
0: <laughs> just fill your basket. Um. So, on the next episode of the Inverotis podcast, we will be discussing what we've written here as farming and meat
1: farming and meat
0: i have no idea <laughs> obviously Callum has done farm work before and i I've haven't farm
1: work before but uh, the meat industry is not no something idea. i'm no very I have no um, idea where this topic familiar with because
0: and it, it it might take us somewhere dark maybe <laughs> it it turn us...
1: veggie after this
0: yeah maybe <laughs> we might be vegans uh but see that's another album name <laughs> <laughs> we might be vegans. Uh no, and then the drink for next week is going to be Milkus Yogurt Soda, which is available from JapanCenter.com. And if you are listening to this, uh feel free to go and buy yourself a can of Milkus Yogurt Soda and drink along with us. It is a soft drink. So if you're not of the alcohol persuasion, then that might be for you. It's a weird one. <laughs> it's a
1: weird one. I, I'm, I'm very excited to, to it. try it. um yeah, yeah, like the uh, I got it in a can and it looks it looks that the art on the can's really cool. Um, yeah it's really really it's, cool. I just I just really like it. um other note is that on the 20th of July, you will be able to listen to in full uh all almost all of the intro music from the last season on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, wherever you get your musics, feel free yeah. to just, like, download, Give stream us a listen. or whatever. Have a listen. Um, my personal favorite is the sports. Um,
0: sports is the sports best. Sports is from the best. Last season.
1: Um, they're named yeah. very uh, simply. The sports <laughs> one is called Sports. Yep. The video games one is called Games. Nice and easy. To be
0: fair, last season our episode titles were very simple. Like, we we talked about really really basic topics. This season we've gone a bit more specific and I think that's a good thing. Oh yeah, definitely. It allows us to do a bit more specific research, you know, and I think that's you know. I keep saying you know. (laughs) You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know. You know. You know. Uh,
0: But yeah, so I think this season will be a bit more interesting. Um in a few weeks. Not that the last season was bad, I thoroughly enjoyed the last season.
1: It was great. I learned I'm, a lot, definitely.
0: Very, very, very excited to keep going with this and see where all these crazy topics that we're going to be talking about take us, because there's some potential for some great conversations.
1: Yes. And some interesting thoughts.
0: Yes. Oh, and some guests. We've got and guests. And We've
1: got season. some guests we've got um
0: very exciting
1: Um, yeah i do you know what i really enjoy bringing other people in to our, our little our little like thought pool well yeah cuz nice i feel to like this podcast is stuff. just
0: it's just it's a cozy chat you know it's really comfy we have a drink we have a chat we talk nonsense
1: <laughs> but yeah
0: no it's really exciting uh, i'm i'm really looking forward to it uh, and i hope everyone listening is too <laughs>
1: I hope you have a wonderful day, evening and morning and we'll speak to you soon! Bye bye!